Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Are you happy to be in church? Hallelujah. What a blessing. Lift your hands and begin to speak in tongues. Begin to thank God. Begin to thank God. Go ahead. Go ahead. Moka batakata. Moka bakatakata. Moka bakata. Marose kiblia. Mondo tete. Maloma hata. Bando te baha. Kobaluba. Kande. Kalia hotu bakabat bando. Kibaluba. Kabaluba. Sandeka. Mato tele bahata bando ronda liande. Go ahead, go ahead, speak in tongues. O talababuta. Ronde kapa kutusa. Kende le matolo. Aya mama tole maka bando ronda liba. Oh, yama tosi ke baluba hande. Aya balababu, kabalababu, kabalababu. Kiba laba limota bariande. Mashando te bariando ronde le bebe. Oh yes, oh Kapande, Jesus, the lover of my soul. Masando, Riando, take a bando, rondele bebe. Makota bando, ronda la baba. Oh, we thank you. Moshando, rondele ba. Atando, te ba, rindo, kaba, riando, te ba, riando. Oh yes, he's the lover of my soul. I don't know about you. He loved me enough to die for me. I don't want him to go. Aya bakata ya ndoro bolu bolu. Oh, 
Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a sound. Please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Are you blessed to be in the house of the Lord? I predict, I'm sure if you've been joining the flow meeting, uh, prophet has been talking about the fact that the season, the coronavirus season is coming to an end. Amen. And I pray that by September ending, we shall have a full house. Amen? Fantastic. But it's a blessing to be in the house. Amen? And it's good to see all of you. We've not been in touch for some time. It's good to see you. Hallelujah. Let's go into the word of God. All right. So we've been teaching about the Apostles' Creed. How many have been here through this? Uh, okay. The Apostles' Creed. What is it? We've learned, you know, the first one we did was the introduction. And I told you that it's been broken into uh, 12 different segments. Okay, so it's called the, it's also called the, the, the 12 articles of our faith. Hallelujah. The 12 articles of our faith. And last week, by the grace of God, we were able to see the first article. And what was the first article? Oh, I can't hear you. Hey, it is happening like this in the auditorium. I wonder what is happening in our rooms. Can we please join one go? Okay, let's say it again. One go. I believe in God, the Father Almighty maker of heaven and earth. So this is the first article. Amen. I think that who can uh, help me? I want to preach with you. Who can? We start from the beginning to the end. We start from the beginning to the end. Who can try? You want to try? The Apostles' Creed. Are you here? It's in our book. Uh, name it, claim it, and take it. Is it there somewhere? If it's somewhere there, if you have the book, take it. Go to chapter 3 or so, it's there, the Apostles' Creed. Get it, and I'm sure it's going to be a blessing to you. 
Hallelujah. But can we recite all together, starting from the very top to the down, the Apostles' Creed? One, go. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and seated on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence, he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, in the Holy Catholic Church, death of the saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for yourself. Well, I did not get any volunteer, so I don't know what it means. But the Bible talks about our profession, our confession. Amen. This is the summary. This is the summary of what we believe in as the body of Christ. Amen. And like we saw, if all the clergy will follow uh, this, I mean, summary and our teachings will be aligned to it. The heresies and the dogma that we have in the church will not uh, happen. There's a lot of heresies. Are you here? So this is something that everyone must know. If you are a Christian, this is the confession of our faith. This is what we believe in. We know we confess Jesus Christ to be born again. We confess our sins for forgiveness. We confess our sins to one another to be healed. And we also have confessions of our faith. Amen. So we don't only confess, is it to be born again? We learned that you can confess the Lord Jesus Christ for with the heart. Okay, you believe. You believe to be righteous and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So whatever you believe in, when you say it, it takes place. So when you are believing God for a car, employment, a wife, you don't need to just be there and say, yeah, I'm believing. No, you need to confess it. That's why when you are even not feeling well, you can confess that I am well. Are you here? Yeah, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So when the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, it doesn't mean say so. Are you getting it? Let the redeem of the Lord say so. so. No. It's saying that if you are redeemed of the Lord, say, I am redeemed of the Lord. Amen. That is our confession. So whatever you believe in, you need to confess it. And the confession is what makes whatever you believe in take place. Amen. So you name it, you claim it, then you take it. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus taught in Mark chapter 11, verse number 24. He said, whatsoever you desire, is it in your Bible? Mark chapter 11, verse number 24. All right. That is the summary of our how to claim, how to claim something. 
Let's read it together quickly. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Hallelujah. So when you pray, you need to believe that you have received them before you have them. If you don't believe that you have received them, you are far from having them. So whatever, whatever and whoever you are, you cannot just say you believe in something, you will not confess it. That is why even to be born again, we have to, we have to confess Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In the same way, our profession as a body of Christ, as Christians, you need to know what you believed in. Faith has what you believe in has consequences. So it is very important to know what you have believed in. Are you here? Yeah. And your faith is as important. The quality of your faith is as important as who or what you have believed in. So you cannot just say you believe in something. The quality of your faith is also in who or what you have believed. Hallelujah. So we need to know what we have believed in. Amen. And we started the Apostles' Creed and I told you that, look, we may have different denominations. That's why we, we will come there. I believe in the Holy Catholic Church. It's not talking about the Roman Catholic. It's talk, the word Catholic means universal. So the universal church, which is the body of Christ. Okay, we believe that all of us together, we come together to form the body of Christ. And the body of Christ, we all agree that this is the Christian faith. Amen. This is the Christian faith. I mean, different uh, uh, sects and different denominations may have something, I mean, different, but it shouldn't contradict the Apostles' Creed. Can I have your loudest amen? So we saw the article one, and today I'm sharing with you uh, for a short time, and we'll be out of here. I'm sharing with you Jesus, his, what? Only son, our Lord. Hallelujah. Can we repeat it? Jesus, his only son, our Lord. Can we take it again? One go. Jesus, his only son, our Lord. So we say, I believe in God the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only begotten son, our Lord. The words that we are saying, they are not uh, nomenclature. It's not something that we are just uh, saying. Every, every word you are saying has a meaning. Hallelujah. And it's important for us to understand what we believe in. Who is Jesus? So turn your Bibles with me, if you can, to Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16. I'm going to read from verse number 13 to 21. Matthew. Matthew chapter 16. Very popular scripture. Is it there in your Bible? All right. Fantastic. 
So I'm reading from verse number 13. Bible says, when Jesus came into the coasts of the Caesarean Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist. Can you believe that? There are people who say that Jesus was John the Baptist. <laughs> Maybe you are also saying something else. <laughs> some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some Elias and others Jeremiah's or one of the prophets. He said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? Hallelujah. Now let's leave what people are saying and let's come into what you are saying. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, and Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Hallelujah. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Are you there? Then charge he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. From 21. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Hallelujah. So you notice that Jesus never spoke about his death, his burial and his resurrection until the people were able to know who he was. Bible says in verse number 29, from that time, he began to show, he began to tell them that this is what is going to happen to me. You don't tell people what uh, you are going to do when they don't believe in you or they don't know who you are. You are wasting your time. Are you here? Sometimes we talk so much to people who don't believe in us and who, who doubt us. But uh, the people came to a place that they got to know who Jesus was. He never disclosed what was even going to happen. Are you here? So he waited until they had the revelation of him. Amen. Then he began to tell them that, look, this is going to happen. I'm going to, because you have seen this, because you know this, because you know this, and you know that, I'm also going to give you the keys. Now, how can somebody... Okay, just a carpenter's son. Come and you leave your profession as a fisherman and follow. It, 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 it's not as easy as uh, uh, we look at it today from the scriptures. Jesus was 30 years old at the time. And most of the 30 year old guys around, you don't look impressive. Are you here? So I don't know whether he was that impressive that he could 
<laughs> Are you here? <laughs> so it is very important for us to understand this. And when you read it, you notice that the question that Jesus asked, he did not ask the apostles. When you read, he said, and he asked his disciples. If you are a follower, who is a disciple? A follower of Jesus Christ. He did not ask the apostles, who do men say that I am? He is asking all of us. Hallelujah. When you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you need to come to a place that you need to answer that question for yourself. Because that question was not to the 12 apostles. Even if you read the verse number 21, is it the 21? No, the verse number 20. Bible said, then charged he, his disciples. He was not talking to only the apostles. He charged his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Christ, Jesus the Christ. Are you there? Where is verse number 13? Yeah. Look at the verse number 13 also. When Jesus came into the coast of the Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples hallelujah so it's a question as we continue in church and we are continue serving christ one of the questions you need to answer for yourself in order for you to grow and become who god will have you to be is to answer who is jesus hallelujah and this morning that is the answer that is the question you need to ask yourself that is why the Apostles' Creed deals with it, the Article 2. We believe in Jesus Christ, the only, the only begotten Son. Hallelujah, our Lord. What does it mean? Why is it the only? He's the only one because there is no one else who is going to be given birth to by God in the way that Jesus was. Because all of us, we are sons and daughters of God. Is that not what the Bible says? In John chapter 1, verse number 12, the Bible talks about the Father. When we receive Jesus Christ or we believe in his name, we are given the power to become sons. Hallelujah. But the, the, the Bible teaches that we, all of us who have believed and confessed him and received him, we are the adopted. We are the adopted sons. Hallelujah. Jesus is only, the only begotten. There is no one again. That is why when uh, somebody tells you he's also pregnant as a virgin, you need to find out. Because there is no going to be another begotten son. God has finished doing those things. Am I preaching to anyone? That is what we are saying. That we believe in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The only begotten son, our Lord. Hallelujah. So he is the only begotten son. Jesus means uh, God with us. Long before he was born, a prophecy was given about Jesus. That a virgin shall be with a child. And he will bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Meaning God with us. Hallelujah. So when we say Jesus, we are saying that God has come to be with us. Amen. In Philippian Bible, say that he was God. He was in the form of God. He did not think it was robbery at all, but he took upon himself a form of a man. Are you here? 
So in Matthew chapter 1, verse number 21, Bible says, let me read it quickly for you. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. Look at it. Bible says, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Hallelujah. You shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, because he's going to save his people from their sins. And Jesus, because when God came to be with us, that is the name. In 1 John chapter 5, verse number 7, Bible says there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Hallelujah. And in John chapter 1, verse number 14, the Bible says, And the Word became flesh, and he dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace. Hallelujah. So the Word, when Jesus was in heaven, he was not called Jesus. He was called the Word of God. The Bible says there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word. Somebody say the Word. The word and the Holy Ghost. These are the three that were not created. That's what the Bible said. There are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And in John, the Bible said, and the word was made flesh. Hallelujah. Meaning the word was not flesh. The word was not flesh. The word was not a man. But he allowed himself to be made. And the word was made flesh. And he dwelt among us. Hallelujah. And we beheld his glory. As the glory of the only begotten of the father. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yes. It's very important for us to understand. That when the word became a man. We called, we, we, we called him Jesus. That is why we are not saying that uh, we believe in another prophet. Can you believe? Listen carefully. Jesus is a specific person. That's why we are saying that he is the son, the only son of God. Okay? He's the only son of God. The begotten son. All the rest, the prophet. If God wanted prophets to die, there are people, prophets who have lived and they became martyrs. When we read Revelation, there's a guy, his name is called Antipas. Jesus commend him for being faithful, a, a faithful matter. He died faithfully. So if it was just for him to die, he would have had prophets and other people to die. Hallelujah. But it doesn't have to be an ordinary person. The blood of an ordinary person cannot last long. We expire with time. Hallelujah. The blood of bulls will only cover sins for less than a year. The blood of uh, turtle doves and cow and other things could not do it. He needed a blood that cannot expire. Hallelujah. And it is the blood of Jesus. It is the blood of his son Jesus that could do the trick. That is why Jesus had to come. Hallelujah. Are you here? So, the Bible teaches us that Jesus is the only begotten son. No one, no one in history is given birth to by a virgin. No one in history was born. Even as you are here, if you are born again, after 
I, I mean, you, you've been around for some time and you come and said it's been four years of staying alone. You've not known a man or you've not known a lady, but you are pregnant. We will still not believe you. We will still not believe you. Maybe some of the things was hidden somewhere. It's now that scientists will come up with a lot of explanation because it is not normal. Hallelujah. Are you here? Oh, I, I, I can't wait to preach about conceived of the, of the Holy Ghost. I like it. I like it. But today we are looking at Jesus, the only begotten son, our Lord. Hallelujah. So Jesus he is the God with us. He is Emmanuel. He is God who has come to be with us. Hallelujah. Are you here? And he was not here. Bible says that he allowed himself to be made. In Philippians chapter 2, when we read from verse number 5, he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, taught it not robbery to be equal with God. Hallelujah. But he took upon himself a form of a man, and he made himself no reputation, and was made in the likeness of man. And he found himself in the fashion as a man, and he humbled himself and became obedient, even obedient of to the cross, obedient to death. Are you here? So Jesus is somebody that we all need to understand that he is the only son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, many of us who are not preaching, you may not understand this, but when you start preaching, you will meet other people who will tell you they are other sons of God. <laughs> you, you meet other people who will tell you that, oh, there are other people who were also born without a man and other things like that. It is very important for our faith, the confession of our faith to be made sure. You need to understand what you believe in, why we believe in Jesus, why Jesus is different from any other person. Hallelujah. He was born of Virgin Mary. Amen? Yeah. And the next one, the only uh, begotten son. John chapter 1, verse 14 and 18. Look at it quickly. I'm trying. The 14 says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jump to verse number uh, 17 and 18. So for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. 18. No man can, no man, sorry, no man has seen God at any time. The only begotten son, which is in the bosom of the father, he has declared him. Hallelujah. So Jesus is the only begotten. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse number 25. Romans chapter 8, verse number 25. Okay. Let's read from 14 to 16, then we jump. Bible says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Can you see that? Verse number 15. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. 
16, the spirit itself buried witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Amen. So when you are born again, Bible says that you have not received the spirit of uh, bondage whereby you will be afraid. From today you shall not be afraid. But we have received the spirit which is of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. And the Bible said this spirit, okay, the spirit of adoption, we have been adopted. Now, listen to me. When you are adopted into a family, you are as a son or a daughter as the uh, uh, biological daughters. But the only difference is that your DNA will be different from that of the biological children. Is that not it? Yeah, when somebody goes to court and fills the form and adopts you, you have a legal right to have access to the person you become, a son or a daughter, whatever it is. Hallelujah. So we also being sons and daughters, Bible says that we've been given a power to become sons and daughters of God. But he explains over here that we, our sonship is by adoption. That is why the sonship of Jesus Christ is the only begotten. I'm trying to um, explain to you why we say in the Apostles' Creed that Jesus Christ is the only son, that or the only begotten son. Hallelujah. Yeah. We believe in God the Father Almighty and in Jesus Christ, his only son. His only son. That does not mean that there are no other sons. But we are saying that the begotten ones, the one that God himself, I mean, uh, uh, had to conceive through the Holy Spirit, is only one. He's the only begotten son. All the rest of the sons and the daughters that God has are adopted sons. Can I have your loudest amen? amen? It's very important to know as a Christian that yes, you are a son of God. You are a daughter of God. But you are a son and you are a daughter by adoption. Amen. For we have not, I like the verse number 15, for we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And the spirit itself buried witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Amen. So as you are moving around, anytime you don't have that witness, there is a continuous cry in your spirit. Abba, Father, your spirit calls God, my Father, my Father. That, that is how your spirit cries to God. If that crying is not working, if that crying is not there, that assurance is not there, then it means that you, you don't have God as your Father and you will have to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Amen. Good. Now let's come to our Lord. <laughs> our Lord. What does it mean when we say our Lord? The word Lord means supreme in authority. The word Lord means God. It also means God. It also means sovereign. It also means master or absolute ruler. So when we say that we believe in Jesus Christ, the only Son, our Lord. We are saying that Jesus Christ is our ruler. He's what? He has a, a, a sovereignty. He has a supreme authority. He's a master. He has absolute power. Hallelujah. And he's our ruler. 
and our master. Some uh, dictionaries say the word Lord can also be expressed as sir. But what it means is that he is also the controller. Jesus Christ is not just one of the prophets. He is our Lord. Amen. Are you here? And why do we say he's our Lord? He himself called himself Lord. Can you believe that Jesus called himself Lord? <laughs> he called himself Lord. And if he was not the Lord, he wouldn't have. Are you here? So in Matthew chapter 7, verse number 21 and 22, that popular story that we read, Jesus said, it's not everyone that will say to me, Lord, Lord. Can you believe it? He was talking about himself. He said, it's not everyone that will shout and say, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but anyone who will do the will of the Father. Hallelujah. So Jesus referred to himself as Lord. Amen. They say, in that day, they will come and say, Lord, did we not cast demons in your name? Did we not heal people? Did we not prophesy in your name? And he said, and I will profess and say unto them, depart from me. In the case of iniquity, I knew thee not. Hallelujah. And he was talking about a fact that a day is coming that people are going to call him, that he is the Lord. Amen. I'm talking about the father we believe in Jesus Christ, the only begotten son, our Lord. Amen. 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 Amen the man. Amen. Yeah. So Jesus is Lord. And in Matthew chapter 21, he spoke and told his apostles, he said, go into that village. You will find a court and an ass by it and tell the master that the Lord has, the Lord has need of it. Hallelujah. Can you believe that he referred to himself as Lord? And he said, and when anybody asks you, he said, you lose him and they will let uh, you come with it. If anyone asks, what are you doing? Ask him that the Lord has need of it. He's our Lord. Hallelujah. Not only did he refer to himself as Lord, the prophets also in the Bible referred to Jesus as Lord. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse number 3. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3. Is it in your Bible? It says, The, the voice of him that cried in the wilderness, preparing ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Amen. You can see that he's talking about what John the Baptist was going to do. And this is fulfilled in Matthew chapter 3, verse number 3. You can see the fulfillment. When John the Baptist was talking about uh, uh, his rule and his way. Except he was preparing the way of the Lord. So the prophets call him Lord. In Malachi, Malachi also, you notice that the prophet called Jesus Lord. Malachi chapter 3 verse number 1. The Bible talks about the same thing. He was referred to. Are you in Malachi? Malachi is very easy to find. Go to Matthew and go back. Okay. Bible says, Behold, I will send my messenger and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight, ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Amen. So the prophets, talking about Jesus, and the one who was to come, referred to him as Lord. Amen. And not only that, God himself referred to him as Lord. And I like that one. 
I, 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 I like that one. God himself referred to Jesus as Lord. Look at it from Matthew chapter 22, verse number 41 to 45. Matthew, okay. Is it in your Bible? I'm reading. While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, saying, What thinkest ye of Christ? Whose son is he? They say unto him, The son of David. Are you there? He said unto them, How then do David in the spirit call him Lord, saying, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, till I make thy enemies thy footstool. If David then called him Lord, how is he his son? Hallelujah. The other thing you notice that David, Jesus was confirming. If you read Psalm 110, verse number 1, I believe. Yeah, Psalm 110, verse number 1. David called him Lord. He said, the Lord said unto my Lord. And the amazing thing is that Jesus, when he came on earth, confirmed, confirmed that David was privileged to eavesdrop. He listened to their conversation. <laughs> you see, when David prophesied that the Lord said to my Lord, sit down on my, Jesus was not on earth. This was in the Psalms. But Jesus comes and asks the Pharisees that why did David say the Lord said to my Lord? Hallelujah. Confirming that whatever was recorded by David, he saw it was right. Hallelujah. It's very important for us to. So this confirmation in the Bible shows us that the writings, okay, that we see in the prophets and where Jesus quoted from are exactly, if he had not confirmed this detail, we may think that, okay, maybe the others may also not be true. But for Jesus to confirm the prophecy and the things that David wrote shows us how true or how valid the words of the Bible is. Amen. The prophet called him Lord. He referred to himself as Lord. Angels called him Lord. In Luke chapter 2, verse number 10 and 11, Bible says the shepherds were out the night, and the angels of the Lord brought them a good news and said, come and see, come and see, the Lord is born. Are you there in Luke chapter 2, verse number 10 and 11? Luke chapter 2, 10 and 11. And the angels said unto them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Verse number 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, the Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Hallelujah. Angels called him Lord. So he is. Hallelujah. And finally, on the Lord. Do you know Apostle Thomas? If Thomas calls you Lord, then you are Lord. Ah, <laughs> I, love it. I said, if Thomas say you are Lord, then you are Lord. Because that guy does not say what he doesn't know. <laughs> Hallelujah! Are you here? John chapter 20, verse number 28. If Thomas of all people, the guy who will say that, look, I mean, always you need some people who would like to. He's the one that made Jesus say, the blessed are those who believe without seeing. Thomas need to see things. Look, this was the ending of John, John's book, John chapter 20. The last uh, chapter was 21. The people, look, Peter saw him as the Lord 
from uh, Matthew. Other people, demons called him Lord. Lord, have you come there? Thomas said, no, 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 no. They say, we have seen the Lord. The Lord has spoken to us. He said, no, no. The guy was moving. He said, you know what? And he came one day and they told him that the Lord has been with us. He said, guys, stop these tricks. They are playing on me. He was one of the 12. He was one of the 12. But look, for he had, he was filled with doubt. <laughs> Just like me and you. <laughs> I'm sure Thomas is far better than all of us together. Just like some of us. If it, look, it's not easy. Somebody who is your age, may he say he's the Lord. He's, Thomas, he waited. So when Thomas said that he's Lord, I tell you, you need to. And he, he did not, you see, the revelation of Thomas so sealed it. He did not see him only as the Lord, but he saw him also as God. Hallelujah. When he came, Bible says, are you there? Let's read from verse number, maybe 25. From verse number 25, it will help us. John. John chapter 20. Are you in 20? Verse number 25. We'll read to 28 and we'll be going. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. Other disciples were telling uh, <laughs> Thomas that they have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see him, I shall see in his hands the print of the nails. And put my finger into the print of the nails. And thrust my hand into his side. I will not believe. Guys, don't, don't, I'm not a child. Don't bring these things over here. I was there when we buried the guy. You cannot just come and uh, play a, a, a prank on me. Are you there? Okay. Verse number 26. And after eight days. So Jesus was listening to this. Look, I have trained this guy for three and a half years. He's now doubting that I have resurrected. Can you believe that all the people were going to preach about the resurrection of Jesus? But Thomas, if they asked Thomas that what they are saying is true, he would have confirmed that, Charlie, I'm not sure of what these guys are saying. Yeah. <laughs> because he did not believe it. See, he said, unless I see not just to see. He said, I will have to trust my finger into his hand and trust my hand into his side. If I don't do that, I am not going to believe. Until I do this, I'm not going to believe. And after eight days, again, his disciples were within and Thomas with them. This time, he was around. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut and stood in the midst. And said, Peace be unto you. Then said unto Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands. And reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, faithless, but believing. You see, you can see Jesus repeated Thomas's word exactly. Exactly. He said, Look, reach your finger. And behold my hands and trust your hand into my side. The, the way that he spoke. So when you are speaking in your room, go hears you. <laughs> Remember the Bible for this thy words. 
for this that the woman, the self-sufficient woman, who said that even the dogs eat the crumbs that falls from the table. So for this thy words, God is listening to your, your words. <laughs> Are you there? And after Jesus said that, verse number 28, Jesus, I, I thank God. And Thomas answered and said unto him, my Lord and my God. <laughs> and Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Amen. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of the, his disciples, which are not written in this book. Hallelujah. Amen. So you can see, you can see that what we are talking about not only even you, but one of the apostles, how to ensure, okay, how to ensure that what uh, we are talking about is what it is. Amen. And somebody said, that if Jesus was not the Lord, the only thing, there will only be uh, three possibilities. Either he was a liar or a lunatic or he's the Lord. Either he is, either Jesus is a liar or a lunatic. A lunatic is a mad person, or is the Lord. Now, if some people are saying that you 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 are master, you are God, and you know you are not, and you also accept, okay, you gather people who say you are the Lord, and then you must be a perfect liar. You go around and say you are the uh, Messiah. Are, are you here? So Jesus is either the Lord, a liar, or a lunatic. If it's a liar, then it means that all the things that he was doing, he was lying. Are you here? And if people are saying that, oh, you, 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 are, you are powerful, you can die, and they are coming to kill you. <laughs> they are coming to kill you, and you will not say that, you know what, I said it, but it is not true. And you allow yourself to be killed. Then maybe you are a lunatic, you are mad. But if he's not a lunatic, and if he's not a liar, then certainly he is the Lord. Hallelujah. I say, if he's not a liar, because everything that he said happened exactly. After that, he said that I need to tell you this. After this, I'm going to go to Jerusalem. I will be beat. I will be shipped by the chief priest and the elders. I will be killed. And after three days, I will resurrect again. Hallelujah. Is he a liar? Is he a lunatic? Or he's the Lord. He's the Lord. And not only that, there are demonstrations. He demonstrated that he's the Lord. He walked on water. Hallelujah. Yeah. You cannot, if you are a liar, you cannot, you cannot just do things. You cannot just say things and just uh, go free. You need to prove what you are saying. If you say you are the Lord, then you must do something. You must prove whatever you say. Hallelujah. And Jesus proved every one of what he said. Amen. Yeah. He was able to multiply bread. He was able to raise the dead. He was able to walk on water. You, if you like, go to just uh, uh, waterfront and let them move the, uh, uh, the, 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 the bridge. Do you understand? Yeah, let them move there. You just walk across that small, just walk. You notice that even when they put, uh, uh, what do you call, life jacket on you, you will not like to try. 
Even when they give you a life jacket, you know, I'm talking about Jesus, the only, the only begotten Son, our Lord. Hallelujah. He is my Lord and He is our Lord. Hallelujah. Did He prove it? Yes, He proved it. Mad people, blind people saw. Mad people became sane again. Have you heard some before? People with withered hands. Their hands began to grow like hydraulic machine. Their hand was popping up. Hallelujah. He must be the Lord. He must be a controller. He must be a God. He must have a supreme authority. He must have a sovereignty to be able to even uh, ascend into heaven. Defy the, the laws of gravity. He must be the Lord to take bread and multiply it. He must be the Lord to raise not one. You may say it's a mistake. Not two. Not three, but he died and resurrected himself. Hallelujah. He is the Lord. I said he is the Lord. I said he is the Lord. Amen. That is why many people who Confucianists, Krishna, and other people who have propagated other doctrines when it comes to proving it. That is why we begin to see that either they are liars or they do not know what they are talking about. One other sect that we know, like uh, uh, Islam, when they talk about Moses and Abraham, they say from Moses, it's like Abraham, Isaac, and they came out of Moses. They honest, it's like uh, uh, Moses was the one God gave the commandment to them through him, Abraham. See, they... They, they are confused. Some of you are also confused. It's like you also don't know. But pastor, what you are saying, is that not what it is? That is not what it is. That is not what it is. <laughs> Moses came out in Egypt. And how did they go to Egypt? They ended up in Egypt. When Joseph went to Egypt, became, do you understand? And Joseph is a son of Jacob. And Jacob came out of Isaac, and Isaac came out of Abraham. Do, do, do you understand? So, Moses cannot be older than a- Abraham. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> he cannot be older. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you here? I'm talking about the second article. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord. Amen. I say, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord. He is a God. Jesus is God. He, he has supreme authority. He is the controller. He has a sovereign power. He is the ruler. He controls things. And he defies laws of gravity. Hallelujah. He opened blind eye. He turned water into wine. If you like, do some. If you think that you are also the Lord, do some and let us see. Hallelujah. He walked on water. Amen. Yeah. He lived just to die. He predicted all that will happen. Those who do much, you may have to help me. The, the probability, there are more than uh, uh, 2,000 prophecies that Jesus fulfilled. He fulfilled all the prophecies that were written of him more than 500 years before he was born. And he fulfilled all the prophecies. Hallelujah. What is the probability that one person can live and fulfill Prophecies, even till he was dying on the cross, whatever was said on him, it came to pass exactly. Hallelujah. He must be the Lord. 
I said, he must be the Lord. Jesus is the Lord. Amen. And you, we need, and we need to understand that Jesus is not just a prophet. He's not just one of the prophets. No, he's in a different category. He's our Lord. Amen. And if you don't believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord, then there will be a question mark about your salvation. Because there are other people who also believe in Jesus Christ. The, the Islam, the, the Muslim, they call him Isa. They call Mary Maryam. And Abraham, they call him Abraham. They have different names for them. But they don't believe that Jesus Christ is our Lord. Hallelujah. They believe that Jesus Christ is just one of the prophets. So if you are a Christian and you don't know that you need to believe in Jesus Christ, not just as a prophet, then you, you are no different from a Muslim. Are you here? We are talking about our faith, the confession of faith. We confess that Jesus Christ is the only begotten son. Hallelujah. That is also to say that we are not expecting anyone to say that he was born by a virgin or he is the incarnate or Jesus reincarnate. Or How many have heard about Jim Jones? Jim Jones, he said that he was the reincarnate of Jesus. Yeah. He brought, he brought a, 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 a doctrine. And at the end, when he had finished with them, he had killed almost, uh, uh, is it thousand or almost thousand people. He, he shot himself at the end, caused people to chew cyanide. What you believe in is very important. What you believe in. So if you don't understand, you see, most uh, Orthodox churches may be reciting um, the Apostles' Creed. But it is not just to recite it. We need to reflect it. We need to live it. It must speak to us. Hallelujah. That is why when you hear that somebody says that he is Jesus somewhere, you don't need to go to any Jesus. By your confession, what you confess says that there is not going to be another Jesus coming anywhere. Are you here? Yeah. The next time that Jesus is coming, it's the rapture. Is the rapture, he will not come and hide any, uh, in any village and be giving people water. No, no, that is not what the Bible teaches. But you see, if you confess, many people have this confession, the Apostles' Creed, they recite it, but they don't understand its implication. When you say, what does it mean? It means this, hallelujah, we believe in God, the Father Almighty, and in Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. That means that we are not expecting God to give birth again to another Jesus. Hallelujah. You shall not see any other Jesus in any village. You will not go after any prophet. People change their name and they comb their hair and uh, 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 put it at their back. Guys, and begin to say that they are Jesus. No. If you know what you profess and what our confession is as Christians, when you hear it, you begin to laugh because you know that Jesus is the only begotten Son. Hallelujah! And when you hear that people are saying that, oh, uh, Jesus is also one of the prophets, and when you know that He is our Lord, He has power. Amen. Yeah, He has power. 
He has supreme authority. He is the absolute ruler. Is the control. He's, he's God. Amen. Yeah, that's what the John 1 will tell you. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Amen. Because we see over here that there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Bible says, and the Word became flesh. Amen. Amen. Yeah, when the Word became flesh, we called him Jesus. We need to live and we need to really believe in our confession. And when we do that, you know, as the world is going to come to an end, there's going to be more false prophets. There will be more false prophets. That is why we are strengthening ourselves. Don't, don't be interested. Maybe you wish that I will be preaching to excite you. No, let us do this teaching. Amen. We are laying a solid foundation for our life and our future. Amen. Because we read it in Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 23. It says, the, the 25 says that as the manner of some is, okay, as we see the day approaching, I like it in the NLT. It talks about uh, as we see the returning of the Lord approaching, we should hold fast to our confession. We should hold fast to our faith. Amen. And as I read it and I noticed that, look, Bishop taught me this so many years ago, maybe 21 years or 22 years, as I became a church member. And I look at myself. I have not taught my church members. I saw the difference between me and my father. Because I got to know this because my father taught me. You see, when you look at something, then you notice that we are, we are different from even what we are being brought up to do. When I came to the church, this is one of the foundations that he taught. I believe in God the Father Almighty. I believe in the different things that strengthened and made me able to know what I believe in as a Christian. That has helped me. Why not me? It's my turn and it's our season for all of us. Hallelujah. To know what we have believed in. Our members, those who are watching online. Look, I, I join you by the, uh, the, the word of God. Open yourself. Do as though you are going to have exams. Not just to have it and to recite it, but what does it mean? What does it mean? Hallelujah. When you recite the Apostles' Creed, what does it mean to you? Amen. That we will be able to live it and reflect it. And when we do, it will be a blessing to us. May the Lord increase you in faith. As we profess and confess our faith, may whatever, hey, the Bible says, may you see it practically in your life. May the Lord Jesus visit you one of these days. May his power break over your life. May you be free from every oppression. May the power of God rest on you. May the salvation that comes through our Lord and Savior Jesus be your portion. May you never lose your salvation. May you be planted. May you be rooted. May you be grounded in faith in the name of Jesus. There is no other name by which a man shall be saved except the name of Jesus. Why is it that God did not give us any other name? All the other people, they were prophets, reserved salvation to be in the name is only begotten son. Hallelujah. Bible says he's the firstborn 
is the firstborn of many other children. Are you here? He's the firstborn of those who have resurrected. He's the only one who has experience. Oh, we will get there. The resurrected body. He's the only one. He's the firstborn in many things. Hallelujah. And I pray that our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ will only increase. That we will get to know him not only not only as our Savior, but also as our Lord. Amen. May the Lord bless you. May he increase you in faith. May you be established. May it be well with you. May God cause you to flourish in the name of Jesus. May you be purified by this faith that you have in you. May the Lord Jesus ensure all that it is well with you. May his angels, may his angels attend to you. That on that day, we will not hear, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. May we accept to do the will of him who has called us, who has saved us, who has brought us to where we are. I pray, wherever you are, in your room, in wherever you are, I pray for you. Receive Jesus Christ, not only as a prophet, not only as one uh, that preaches, but as the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God, our Lord, God with us. He is Jesus. It means God with us. He is God. God came to be with us. In the mighty name of Jesus, may your faith in the, in the name of Jesus, may your faith in the person of Jesus, may your faith in the weight of Jesus, Listen to me. If you believe that Jesus Christ is the only Son of God and our Lord, then your faith in his word will be different from other words that we read about. If you know that Jesus Christ is the only Son of God, our Lord, then it will be easier for you to trust and depend on whatever he has said. Hallelujah. Whatever he says, that is what it is. Whatever he said, that is what it is. May our faith in his word. That's why the words of Jesus are in red. Because he is our Lord. We cannot compare Jesus to Peter, to Paul, to... Even one day Peter says something. When, after the transgression, he saw Jesus, he saw Moses, and he saw Elijah. He said, wow, Lord, it is good that we have been here. Let us make uh, three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. And Jesus said, he did not know even what he was saying. And these are people who have written some of the scriptures for us. Should their word be equal to that of Jesus? Their word cannot be equal. The word of Jesus. May you place it high above all else. Amen. In the word of God. Oh yes, may the word of God in you cause you to become. May you believe in the absolute word of God in the mighty name of Jesus. And may the power of Christ, oh yes, be visible and manifest in our lives as we believe in Jesus, the only begotten Son, our Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Perhaps you chanced upon this on Facebook and you were listening to me. This is where we are ending. But I want you to give your life to Jesus Christ our Lord. He will be your Savior. He lived just to die. So his blood will wash us and cleanse us from all our sins. 
That is why he came. He said he came to seek and to save the lost. I want to pray with you. Perhaps you were once born again. Things have happened. And to this morning, you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. I want to pray with you. You are watching me by uh, the television, on your phone, where on your laptop. I want you to join. Maybe a mother, you are watching your children as they listen to you and you are hearing what is happening. Yes, we are talking about Jesus Christ. He is our Lord, the Savior, the Master, the Supreme Authority. He is God. Hallelujah. Trusting in him, giving your life to him, your life will never be the same. Let us pray together. Let us pray. You want to be born again? You want to give your life? Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. From today, I believe in you. I believe in you. You are the son of God. You are the only son of God. The only begotten son. Our Lord. You are God with us. I accept you into my heart. As the savior. The Lord. And the master. From today. From today. I belong to you. Please write my name. In the book of life. Thank you Jesus. For saving my life. In Jesus name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.